Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the live internet broadcast of Secrets Revealed. Understand the book of Revelation from start to finish. This is PGM Prophetic Grace Network. Today is August 31st of 2023, and it's our last day in the month of August, which means we are ending our discussion and analysis on the purple and scarlet prophecy. So what we've been doing on this program on PGN is we've been going from start to finish in the book of Revelation, starting with January of 2023. We've been going from start to finish with the statements of prophecy in the book of Revelation. They begin with chapter 5 and end with verse 5 of chapter 22. In chapter 4, John gives us his report on heaven. He's called up to heaven, and when he gets to heaven, he tells us exactly what he sees. Then, after giving a report on what he sees in present heaven, he begins to share with us, the readers of the book of Revelation, the visions that the angel of the Lord showed him. By my analysis I perceive that there are 12 visions, 12 movies, if you will, but not any kind of movie, movies about future realities, documentaries about soon-to-come-to-pass realities. And these 12 documentaries, these 12 visions, these 12 statements of prophecy begin with verse 1 of chapter 5, that's the seven seals prophecy. After the seven seals prophecy, we have the seven trumpets prophecy. After that prophecy, we have the 1,260 days prophecy, all about what happens to the nation of Israel during the Great Tribulation. Then we have the 666 Antichrist prophecy, a report on how there will be two agents, utilized by Satan, the Antichrist and false prophet who will work in tandem to accomplish Satan's agenda during the Great Tribulation. The fifth statement of prophecy is the 144,000 first fruits prophecy, which is followed by the earth reaped prophecy. After the Great Tribulation, there's the resurrection. And in chapters 15 and 16, we have the seventh statement of prophecy. That's the seven plagues prophecy. That's the wrath of God. The wrath of Satan, which is the great tribulation, follows the wrath of God. The eighth statement of prophecy is the purple and scarlet prophecy. We've been talking about it every day that we have this program. This program is live on Sundays and Thursdays right here on PGN. So, We've had uh, August 
3rd, 6th, 10th, 13th, 17th, 20th, 24th, 27th, and now the 31st. So this will be our ninth and final discussion and analysis of the purple and scarlet prophecy. It's the eighth statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation. It explains what is briefly noted in the seven plagues prophecy. It's a report on who, what, and why mystery Babylon will fall. The ninth statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation, we're moving to that on Sunday, and every program in Sunday, uh, every program in September on Sundays and Thursdays, we'll have discussion and analysis of this statement of prophecy. It is the marriage supper prophecy. The ninth statement of prophecy is all about the Battle of Armageddon. Now, the Battle of Armageddon is mentioned, it is noted in several documentaries. In other words, in several of the statements of prophecies, uh, statements of prophecy, the Battle of Armageddon is mentioned, but the definitive statement of prophecy, in other words, where we can go to see in great detail what exactly happens during the Battle of Armageddon. That's the Bearish Supper prophecy. That's the focus of this prophecy. Uh, that's the ninth statement of prophecy. We're going to begin our discussion and analysis of it in September. In October, we'll be moving to the Millennial Reign prophecy, what happens during the first thousand years of the rule and reign of Jesus Christ on this present earth. Then in November, we'll move to the 11th Statement of Prophecy. That's the dead judge prophecy. What happens when the remainder of the dead? John mentions the remainder of the dead in Revelation chapter 20. And in the dead judge prophecy, we hear about the resurrection to eternal damnation. So the resurrection for the purposes of participating in the great, great white throne judgment for those whose names are not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. In December, we have the peak, the pinnacle of the New Testament, the pinnacle of the Bible, the 66th and final book in the Word of God. Uh, I mean to say it's the pinnacle of the 66th book. It's the 12th statement of prophecy in the book of Revelation. It is the new earth prophecy. It begins with Revelation chapter 21, verse 1, and ends with verse 5 of 22. Have you ever wondered what will the new earth look like? What happens after a believer goes to heaven? Well, we have the answer. After the believer after a believer dies and goes to heaven, the believer rests from his or her labors and returns to participate to participate in the government of Jesus Christ for the first thousand years. That's called the millennial reign and then the believer transitions with Jesus Christ, the first to rise from the dead, with all whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, to the new earth and new a new heaven. So that's all in the new earth prophecy, the reality of the new earth, and the reality that on the new earth there will be no more death, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more mourning, no more grief. It's going to be a wonderful place. So 
I'm excited to conclude our discussion and analysis of the purple and scarlet prophecy. So this prophecy is in Revelation chapter chapter 17 and 18 in the first 5 verses of chapter 19. It begins with a movie trailer in words. We call that an abstract in professional writing. It's followed by a full report. Some of the key topics included in this prophecy are Babylon, Battle of Armageddon, the Antichrist, and the finest purple and scarlet linens. It hangs together in a group of prophecies in the book of Revelation. The purple and scarlet prophecy is preceded by the seven plagues prophecy and followed by the marriage supper prophecy. So, in other words, before the fall of Babylon, the realities that follow the pouring out of the first six of the seven final plagues, those realities come to pass in chronological time. When the seventh vial is poured out, one of the consequences that follows is that Babylon, Babylon is destroyed. The destruction of Babylon is the focus of the purple and scarlet prophecy. That's statement of prophecy number eight. Following the destruction of Babylon is the great wine press. That's the Battle of Armageddon. That's the Battle of Armageddon, the marriage supper of prophecy. So let us hear... Let us hear the purple and scarlet prophecy in its entirety. And I want to give a brief summary of what you're about to hear. Some translations of the Bible refer to Mystery Babylon. Other translations refer to Babylon the Great, and Babylon is a place. It's a location. It is a city. You'll hear in this prophecy that Babylon is the city, which is the headquarters for the one world religion, the harlot church. And we're not talking about a one world religion that might exist at any point in time. We're talking about the religion that will be promoted by, endorsed by, practiced by the kings of the world during a specified period of time. That period of time is the Great Tribulation. The Antichrist and the False Prophet will work in tandem together. They are both flunkies of Satan, and they work to achieve his agenda during the Great Tribulation. We will hear that the Antichrist is a beast, and in this prophecy he's specifically referred to as the Scarlet Beast. In addition, in this prophecy, we'll hear about the beast that comes up out of the bottomless pit. That beast is Satan. Now, you might recall that 
in the 666 Antichrist prophecy, we have the language, quote, unquote, another beast. And in that prophecy, in the second half of chapter 13, when it refers to another beast, it's talking about the false prophet. In the book of Revelation, when the language beast is used, additional clues must be used to determine whether the specific beast discussed is Satan, the Antichrist, the false prophet, or the ten-nation alliance that will dominate economic and political affairs during the Great Tribulation. Now, in this purple and scarlet prophecy, the Antichrist is referred to as the scarlet beast. We learn that Ten kings will give their power to the scarlet beast. And we learn that the scarlet beast, that's the Antichrist, he, he will hate the great city. He will hate Babylon. He will hate the financial headquarters for the new world order. He will hate this city. And God will use him and his hatred for Babylon to bring about its destruction. Its destruction will happen by fire. And its destruction will be the judgment of God, but at the hands of the Antichrist. God uses the Antichrist and the kings of the world to bring judgment to this city the headquarters for the harlot church, the headquarters for the city that will promote a false Christianity, a one-world religion which will be the mother of all prostitutes. In the book of Revelation, a prostitute is a person who gives himself or herself to a false god, gives his or her heart, his or her uh, treasure, soul, mind, will, and emotions, worship to a false god. And so the one world religion is itself the mother of all prostitutes, in addition to being a prostitute herself. The destruction of the city, the headquarters for the harlot church, the headquarters for the one world religion, during the Great Tribulation, will happen in a single day. We will learn in this prophecy that in addition to this city being the headquarters for the Harlot Church, it is a financial capital for the New World Order. And it is extremely wealthy. And that the merchants, the best merchants in the entire world, will do business here in this city. What city is that? The headquarters for the Harlot Church. An interesting fact about this city is it's the city of Seven Hills. It's the city where purple and scarlet linen is worn. There's a religion, a popular religion, where the leaders wear purple and scarlet. Leadership is divided into two categories, and one 
category, all individuals who fall in that category wear purple linen, and all individuals who fall in another category, the other one, wear scarlet linen. And we're told that the purple and scarlet linen is worn in the city. Now, when Babylon is destroyed, those who are in heaven rejoice. They are thrilled that God has avenged those who lost their life during the Great Tribulation at the hands of the false prophet who will bring terror. Now, we know that the Antichrist will bring about terror. That's in the Antichrist prophecy, Revelation chapter 13, the 666 Antichrist prophecy. But we learn in the purple and scarlet prophecy that the false prophet the head of the one world religion, that this one world religion will also shed the blood of God's holy people and his prophets in its own city. So there will be rejoicing when God's judgment is enacted on this great city and his holy people are avenged. Let us hear in the words of John the Revelator, the purple and scarlet prophecy, it begins with Revelation chapter 17, verse 1, and it ends with verse 5 of chapter 19. Here it is. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said. And I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her. And the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me in the spirit into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns. And blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand, she held a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead. Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witnesses for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Why are you so amazed? The angel asked. I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast you saw was once alive but isn't now, and yet, He will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for a mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills, 
where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come. But his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together, they will go to war against the Lamb. But the Lamb will defeat them because he is Lord of all lords and King of all kings. And his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Then the angel said to me, The waters where the prostitute is ruling represent masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purposes. They will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. After all this, I saw another angel come down from heaven with great authority, and the earth grew bright with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout, Babylon is fallen. That great city is fallen. She has become a home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul spirit, a hideout for every foul vulture, and every foul and dreadful animal, for all the nations have fallen. Because of the wine of her passionate immorality, the kings of the world have committed adultery with her. Because of her desires for extravagant luxury, the merchants of the world have grown rich. Then I heard another voice calling from heaven. Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in her sins, or you will be punished with her. For her sins are piled as high as heaven, and God remembers her evil deeds. Do to her as she has done to others. Double her penalty for all her evil deeds. She brewed a cup of terror for others, so brew twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury. So match it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen on my throne. I am no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. Therefore, these plagues will overtake her in a single day, death and mourning and famine. She will be completely consumed by fire, for the Lord God who judges her is mighty. And the kings of the world who committed adultery with her and enjoyed her great luxury will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from her charred remains. They will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, How terrible! How terrible for you, O Babylon, you great city! In a single moment, God's judgment came on you. The merchants of the world will weep and mourn for her 
for there is no one left to buy their goods. She bought great quantities of gold, silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, things made of fragrant dyeing wood, ivory goods, and objects made of expensive wood, and bronze, iron, and marble. She also bought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, wagons, and bodies. That is, human slaves. The fancy things you love so much are gone, they cry. All your luxuries and splendor are gone forever, never to be yours again. The merchants who became wealthy by selling her these things will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will weep and cry out, How terrible, how terrible for that great city. She was clothed in finest purple and scarlet linens, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls. In a single moment, all the wealth of the city is gone. And all the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crews will stand at a distance. They will cry out as they watch the smoke ascend. And they will say, where is there another city as great as this? And they will weep and throw dust on their heads to show their grief. And they will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for that great city. The ship owners became wealthy by transporting her great wealth on the seas. In a single moment, it is all gone. Rejoice over her fate, O heaven, and people of God and apostles and prophets, for at last God has judged her for your sakes. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a huge millstone. He threw it into the ocean and shouted, Just like this, the great city Babylon will be thrown down with violence and will never be found again. The sound of harps, singers, flutes, and trumpets will never be heard in you again. No craftsmen and no trades will ever be found in you again. The sound of the mill will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The happy voices of brides and grooms will never be heard in you again, for your merchants were the greatest in the world, and you deceived the nations with your sorceries. In your streets flowed the blood of the prophets and of God's holy people and the blood of people slaughtered all over the world. After this, I heard what sounded like a vast crowd in heaven shouting, Praise the Lord! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God. His judgments are true and just. He has punished the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality. He has avenged the murder of his servants. And again, their voices rang out, Praise the Lord! The smoke from that city ascends forever and ever. Then the 24 elders and the four living beings 
fell down and worshipped God, who was sitting on the throne. They cried out, Amen! Praise the Lord! And from the throne came a voice that said, Praise our God, all his servants, all who fear him, from the least to the greatest. And that truth seeker and friend is the purple and scarlet prophecy we have been listening to Revelation chapter 17, excuse me, Revelation chapter 17, chapter 18, as well as verses 1 to 5 of chapter 19. That is correct. The purple and scarlet prophecy includes all of Revelation chapter 17 and 18 and the first five verses of Revelation chapter 19. So to conclude, what were the key words, phrases, and numbers in the purple and scarlet prophecy? They are seven bowls, the great prostitute, the scarlet beast, seven heads and ten horns, purple and scarlet clothing, Babylon the great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world, the beast, the bottomless pit, eternal destruction, the book of life, seven hills where the woman rules, seven kings, the eighth king, ten kings, war against the lamb, the great city, Babylon, and plagues. I hope that you have enjoyed our discussion and analyses on the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy this month. If you missed any of the live Internet broadcasts, I encourage you to go to our website, blogtalkradio.com backslash live prophetic. That's the Blog Talk website where you can hear some of the PGM programs, including Secrets Revealed, Understand the Book of Revelation from Start to Finish. You can go to uh, the archives to hear all of the discussion and analyses in the month of August 2023 on the Purple and Scarlet Prophecy. I invite you to share your perspective, pose a question, or present a prayer request. You can do that using our PGN text number, which is 1-214-505-8719. That's 1-214-505-8719. Remember to join us when we continue on Sunday at 12 noon Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be at the beginning of our discussion and analysis of the Marriage Supper Prophecy. The month of September will focus exclusively on the Marriage Supper Prophecy in the book of Revelation. That's chapter 19, verses 5 to 21. I pray that you will be with me and with us at that time. And if you haven't done so yet, I urge you, according to Jeremiah 33.3, call out to God. He promises to show you great and mighty secrets that you do not know. And I am going to read a blessing from the Word of God, from the book of Revelation, for you right now. Here it is. I declare and decree, according to Revelation chapter 1, 
the word of God, that you are blessed. The book of Revelation indicates that God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. That means that you, truth seeker and friend, are blessed because you have listened to the message in the words of prophecy in the book of Revelation. I pray that you will obey what it says and know for sure that the time is near for all of these prophecies to come to pass during the soon coming great tribulation, which will be followed by the seven final plagues and the battle of Armageddon. Thank you for being with me and with us. Until next time.